Hello, and welcome to Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me, like always, Mr. Steve Haynes. How you doing, Mr. Steve Haynes? I am doing great. I'm doing... I'm, I'm going to change that to swell. <laughs> because we're reading so many books, you have to like... You have to kind of like think of your words now and just like, what, what's a better word? You know, I constantly find myself just changing the words that I've already chosen to use. <laughs> it's become quite a live action amendum every single time. Uh, yes, we are. We are going uh, through Eye of the World. And today we are diving into Chapter 6, Westworld. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Westworld. Westwood. Westworld. <laughs> uh, yes, we're going into Westwood. So last uh, last week. For chapter five, we kind of ended off in a in a. Uh, oh, I forgot the uh, uh, the the term I'm going to use. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. I was like, it's hanger, hang, hang, hurt. Hang. Anyways, uh, we left. And last week we fell off a cliff. <laughs> we were hanging on it. There was a trollic attack. Yeah, there was a trollic attack. Shit got real. Shit got real, and uh, Rand and Tam are now in the in the forest hiding from Trollocs uh, while Tam is. Tam got hurt. Yeah. Essentially like bleeding out and being poisoned. He's got hurt. He got like stabbed or cut in the stomach and uh, the Trolloc blades. They're no good for people. And poison blade. Yeah. They're he's, he's, he's bleeding out. They're poison, man. And it's not good. So yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, they're in the, they're in the forest. They're hiding from Trollocs and that is more or less more or less kind of what this chapter is. I don't think the chapter, the, the, the importance of the chapter is what is done in the chapter. I think what the important thing, what is said, it's what is said exactly. And that what, who's what is specifically said is by Tam because he's poisoned and he's kind of mumbling all over the place. He starts letting out some secrets that he never really talked about before, or at least never talked to, rand about before there might be other people in town that that might know or like other characters that might know the history but as far as rand knows he's never heard of this yeah exactly so we have rand uh carrying tam back he's feverish he's a mess he's rambling he wants to take the quick route the quicker way down the quarry road can't do it though probably full of trollocs yeah (laughs) so that's why he, he sticks to the woods sticks to the cover Dragging Tam through, and Tam's just just rambling. It starts going on about, uh, well, it starts going on about the Aiel War. Yeah, so part one of the first things it's like he kind of starts talking about is the like he's talking about like a, a flood of an army just coming down the Dragon Wall, the quote unquote Dragon Wall. And yeah, and this is all kind of in reference to the Aiel War, like uh, like you said, where. But he just starts sort of speaking it. Like I think the first thing he says is they came over the Dragon Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and Rand's like, what? What is he talking about? Like he's like, who are you talking about? Like, what are you? Th- What's a Dragon Wall? And what? What battle? What? What are you? What? 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 What, what Dragon Wall? Who's talking about Dragon Walls? And uh, Tam starts kind of giving a little bit of a history lesson without him knowing it. And as a reader, like you're re- you're looking at this, and you it's basically nonsense. Like if you're not, well, yeah, because there's a lot. 
Yeah, there's a lot of terms that came up here that I wrote down for glossary checks that weren't in the glossary. No. So no, no, it didn't no. help me much. But Like, like I, I said to you before we started co- recording that I read this chapter. It's a short chapter. It's one of, one of the shortest chapters we read so far. But I read it like three times to kind of like get the idea of what he was talking about. And like you said, he's talking about the IEL war. And up until this point, we didn't know if he was a part of it, but he's saying he's a part of it or was a part of it, was there for it. He's indicating it he's, quite strongly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we did some digging. So you guys don't have to of what the IEL war was. You ready for your history lesson here, Steve? Ready to get into it? I'm ready. So the IEL war uh, was started when this king named uh, Laman, I think he's Laman. Laman. And I'm going to stop you right there oh. because oh. one of the one of the things that I wrote down for a glossary check was when he said how many died for Laman's sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is Laman's sin? You may you may be asking yourself. So That's exactly what I'm asking. Laman's sin. We have to we have to turn the wheel of time back 500 years. We have to go back in time. We got to crank it. We got to crank that shit back 500 years. So 500 years before this point or a little bit more, uh, the people of Aiel made a pact, a peace treaty, something like that with the people of the Westlands. And the people of the Westlands include Emmonsfield, that area. And they were all kind of like ruled by one certain king. And they made a pact between each other. And the pact was the Aiel took a sapling from this tree, the tree was, uh, I might be butchering, butchering the name right now. The tree was the Avendosera. Avendosera. What? Where's Anisadora? Avendosera. Avendosera. Amy Sedaris. Amy S- <laughs> They take. I think it's called Amy Sedaris. They take a sapling. No, it. And it's called Avendosera. Avendosera. Okay. They yep. take a sapling from this tree called Avendosera, which is another name of for a term called the tree of life, which I'm not sure exactly why it's called the tree of life. I'm sure it'll be explained later in the series or later on in this book, but they take this sapling and they give it to the people of the Westlands as a sign of peace, you know, kind of like a treaty. Here you go. Our lands, we're going to be at peace with each other, which is kind of unheard of from the IEL. The IEL is this society that don't take, that doesn't take kindly to strangers. They don't really do the politics game very much, but they made this piece. 500 years later, the tree grew and uh, the sapling grew into a giant tree. And this King named Laman cuts down the tree and he makes a throne out of it. He ain't got time for that tree. He ain't got time for that tree. And he cuts down that tree. He realized that everyone loved that tree and thought to himself, man, if everyone loves that tree so much as a tree, Wait till I pick it a chair. I'd love it way more if I was sitting in it (laughs) as a throne. Wait till I'm sitting my ass in it. And the Aiel, they took offense to that. They're like, screw you. That's our, that's like our gift to you. Like it's, this is like, this is like a religious icon for us. And they invaded in numbers that have never been, never been before seen uh, in the Westlands before. So the Aiel invaded and that's what Tam is kind of talking about is this war. And this is the Aiel War. And it's kind of sprung by this uh, cutting down of this tree, 
which is now Leman's pride or Leman's sin. I think some people call it Leman's pride and some people call it Leman's sin, depending on, I think, on what side of the battle you were on. But what it is is cutting down the cutting down the, the tree. Yeah, exactly. It's cutting down the tree. And uh, <clears throat> from all indications here, Tam was in that battle. He was a soldier in that battle uh, for the Westlands. And there was, uh, there was a huge battle that kind of took part that he more or less took part on on this mountain and he starts talking about this snow battle this snowy battle where he's like battles are always hot but even when it's snowing and he as he's mumbling along he says that he finds a woman and a crying baby and he's doing this Mm -hmm. monologue to himself where he's like oh my wife kari uh or carrie althor right yeah carrie carrie yeah carrie 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 yeah, something like Pick that. Pick one. Um, she's she's always wanted a child, and this one will. I'll take this one, raise him as my own, and I'll name him Rand. And he's saying this all out loud to Rand as he's kind of like hiding from the Trollocs and Miradral in the forest. And every once in a while, he would see a Miradral, and he would like kind of try to shut him up. And then as they continue on, he would continue on with this story. And as soon as he hears that, that he was his baby found on the side of a mountain on a mountain he's like he starts questioning who he is he's like wait he's like yeah i thought i thought i was that's my dad and he kind of like resolves himself near the end of the near the the end of the chapter where he's like that's my father yeah nobody's gonna tell me otherwise Yeah, yeah yeah he he eventually dismisses it as you know just like nonsense yeah fever dream yeah exactly so that pretty much wraps up the chapter but what i like about this is because Robert Jordan has spent so much time building up the world. And even in just this short chapter, like a short one, one of the shortest ones we've read so far, we've kind of got this kernel of the, of the world history, which is like vast. It is vast. Like it's crazy. It's like, like you said, you went back and read this chapter a few times. Like this book is uh, very rewarding. Yeah for rereading and going back once you learn certain things about the lore and what's going on. Yeah. And I'm still working my way there guys. Yeah. Well, I love, I love this, this like war thing. And there's, this, uh, there's like, they're, they never really dive into the history of stuff. They mention the history and it's kind of up to you as a reader to, to go and look for it. You, you, you kind of are like forced to pour through the glossaries a little bit to to unlock the secrets that are going mm-hmm. on in there and and i like i like at first when i read this i just did not understand what the hell he was talking about but by the third time and you kind of once you read those glossary entries and you go back through it you're just like oh like <clears throat> like the the like names like a uh, the uh, uh amy sedaris <laughs> avendosera avendosera uh where you dig into that and there's its whole history, its whole history of the Avendis, Avendosera as well. I like Amy Sedaris. I'm going to call it Amy Sedaris. Avendosera. Yeah, we're going to, we're butchering there. There's somebody out there that's like, a, that is a scholar of this book series. And they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Listen, we're sorry. We're just trying to enjoy the book. Yeah. Yeah. And bring you guys along with us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when you d- pour into like the Avendos- Avendosera, 
and like that's the name of the tree of life and then like it's it's from this thing that could be from the green man that's what tan uh ran kind of thinks about as well as like isn't the tree isn't that tree from the green man and if any of you are it's always sunny in philadelphia fans <laughs> then green man <laughs> green is man. ringing a bell to you isn't it <laughs> I that's the first thing that came to mind when I when I read that little passage when Rand's like it didn't come from the Green Man is it just like Charlie Day in a green morph suit just going ooh he, ooh here's yeah. a tree take a tree I'm the Green Man running around through your demon's field yeah <laughs> but that more or le- that that pretty much wraps up the chapter uh, as the chapter kind of finishes they're not out of the woods yet but the next chapter. It's called Out of the Woods. You know, it sure is. And are they going to get out of the woods? I sure hope so. But we we won't have to. We won't know until tomorrow. So stick around. Thank you guys for listening so much. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow when we get out of the woods on chapter by chapter.